All right, so we're on uh, DAF uh, 110. I just wanted to kind of look up a little bit what commentators say on Korah's sin, uh, on the uh, assembly of Korah, because that's going to be the topic today. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, so what have you heard about the sin of, what happened with that story with Korah? He rebelled, I guess. He His arrogance, he was jealous, I guess jealousy. Did he do it by himself, or did he have... No, he had his, his... He had a crew. Yeah. Yeah. He had a crew, and what, what, what bothered them? What were they upset about? Who was Moshe? Yeah. To who, who, why was what, what was he that they that they don't have? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a certain statement here where it says, um, "Say we're, we're on page one ten, by the way." But um, I'm just doing a little uh, background here. So it says, "Rava chenki da kolam kedoshim Hashem." So you, why did you take on these positions, these high positions? You and your brother, you're you're the leader, and. Um, your brother is the Kohen Gadol. Nepotistic. Exactly. Why are you pointing uh, your family members <coughs> um, in the cabinet? Um, so, uh, or your brother, your son-in-law, or whatever, however you... Th- no, it's joking. But, so, um, so, if it's too much for you, all of them are holy. Everyone's holy. Every single person, there's holiness. So, and so maybe, maybe it should be, there should be other types of appointments. Maybe it should be the head of every tribe. Should, there's as also one said the head of every tribe and every month maybe we'd switch around who'd be the Congo why, why are you taking it to yourself and your tribe the positions that's kind of the argument and if put forth properly it wouldn't have been yeah. inappropriate it, yeah. it done in the right manner uh-huh. if that's the key uh-huh. also if it had been done properly it wouldn't have been a on face something wrong there's also a compelling argument to say everybody's holy right. it's pretty powerful it person. comes from a it, if you didn't know better you'd say B'Shem Shemayim yeah, I mean, Rav Kook has this whole piece in Arot where he talks about, connects Korach, Kain, and Christianity. Yeah, Kain and Christianity. He says they all kind of came from the same spot where are saying, like, everything is, everything's equal, everything's holy. He says that Christianity kind of like extended it and they downplayed the chosenness or the unique aspect of Israel and Kain also. There's a whole piece on that. But um, the question is what... Hopefully uh, they didn't bring it yet. Um, hopefully uh, they'll bring... <laughs> but yeah, hopefully... Uh, I, I, I learned that actually, and that's what gave me my very strong anti-egalitarian um, yeah. leanings. So that's that's actually this Gemara is kind of like a discussion on egalitarian some yeah. ex- egalitarianism to some extent. Was there and, uh, where the, his wife um, of Korah? I remember hearing that she played a very big role in him oh, yeah. going against. Yeah, we're going to see that here actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, was, it was pointing out. So our Gemara is going to be talking about Korah for the most part, stretching. Uh, it's going to stretch till the next page, um, ta- ta- and then three down, three lines down to the next Amud. But then we're going to talk about Dora Mibar uh, for a little bit, and then we're going to have a mission that's going to be ten Shvatim. So it's going to, those are going to be the topics for the most part. Um, and so we're going to kind of go into this idea of, of what, what, what they did wrong, and I think that that's, a, that's going to be the theme here, kind of like a subtle critique of, an, of a, like a, not like a Galatians, I don't want to say that, but it's more of like a, Understanding that different people have different abilities, and we have to place different people. In, in, not everybody is set is, is is made up to be in, in positions of power. It's not just a, a it's not a, a you're not born into it. It's, it's it's also an earned position. So that's kind of like the argument. Going to be the argument. Okay. So, um, and it's, there's discussions of like truth and 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 falsehood. That's kind of a, the main theme, really. Not, not everything is the same. Sometimes different things, people have different skills and abilities, and, and there's certain truths or certain realities that um, that also should be, um, I guess, like uh, taken into account before you, before make, people make certain arguments. Okay. Amara, Amara. So we're on the bottom of page uh, 109B. 
and it says, on, we're talking about on ben Pella. I don't know if you remember the previous Gemara. We just had these things where Korach had a Mekachra, and we have we were talking about each one. Um, uh, Aviram Shibarat Moma So we're going through each one, but in on we had something positive. Okay. So so where did he go wrong? Amarav. So sorry, he didn't go wrong. His wife actually saved him. Amarav on ben Pellet ishto hitzilato. His wife saved him. Amrale, my nafka lach mina amar imaraba antamida. Imaraba antamida. So why are you taking sides? Either way, you're going to remain the student. So what do you care? You know, you're, let's say you're um, you're all, you're the vice president of, of a company. So uh, you could take sides with this this CEO or this president or that pre- that president that CEO whatever. Anyway, you're not going to change your position. You're going to still stay in the company. You're going to have the same position. What do you care? Opposite. Why are you taking sides here? You might even like end up losing your job. You don't know who's going to end up being being at the head. That's what she said to him. You're not going to be at the head, but you, you know you should, should play it safe and not not take sides. If this person, if Moshe is going to go on top, you'll be the Tamid. If Korach will be on top, you'll be the Tamid anyway. So. Uh, you know, take it easy. Amale, my avid have a So, 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 why why'd you do that? He goes, um, I I I committed to them. I swore swore to them that I would be involved with Korach. I made a commitment, so I have to follow through with it. It's not that's the reason why I keep going with this. Amale, Yadana de Kula Kanishta Kadisha. She said, his wife said, I know that all the nation is holy. I know that all the assembly or Amisha is holy. That's it. Like it says, Ki kulam toshim. So she says, how can I, how can I um, set up a case where my husband won't be, even though he committed to, to going out with Korach, how can I create a situation where um, he'll, he'll be able to like, dodge the draft? So she says, Amrei le tuv. She goes, take a seat. I'm going to take care of this. She goes, tuv, sit. I'll save you. It's <laughs> cool, right? So so okay, so she she actually literally made him sleep, made him sit down. She goes, she she fed him, she she poured him wine, um, and then she 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 put, brought him and and had him go to sleep, had him go to sleep. In the meanwhile, she otvah baba. She she sat on the gate or at the at the door, um, and she she satrata lemaze So she exposed her hair, but she knew that everybody is uh, is holy in the nation. So when they would walk by the house, they would see her uh, exposed hair, they would immediately go the other direction. Um, and immediately, in the meanwhile, everybody would walk by and they would return after they saw her. So the people came to uh, to kind of like uh, um, draft, uh, would ideally come to draft him, they, they couldn't, they didn't really, um, they had some sort of uh, obstacle to, to what they were trying to do, because she was there, and in the meanwhile, uh, the the leaders were swallowed. <laughs> so that, that's kind of like a story. Now we're going to a different story. But, but, but here's but here's to my earlier comment about the Malaglim. Here too, you see, I mean, if you think about it, they all kept mitzvot, even the people who were coming to rebel against Moses, right? Yeah. They're 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 seeing this woman with her hair uncovered, and that's enough to keep them away. Yeah. So they weren't like, yeah, kofalim. They they were they were like they had an yeah. issue. Yeah, uh, I mean sometimes you could say the opposite. Though. Somebody who's somebody who's uh, who's far from the Torah. So when they do something, it's not as bad. 
somebody who's right. uh, we expect you to, you know. Oh no, absolutely, absolutely. Mosher I mean, would be it's, great. Again, it's, the, it's this yeah. notion that to to view them as evildoers yeah. in, in 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 sort of the modern in sense. Absolute sense. It's it's it's. It's more complicated. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're seeing. The funny thing is, all these things are super complicated. The only one they didn't elaborate on is uh, Miraglin, which is still like a mystery. I don't know. Uh, we're going to see even uh, Dormi Bar, they elaborate here. So I don't know. So they were thinking about it. Okay. Um, so here's another story with another wife. But this is the wife of Korach, like you mentioned. It's the Korach Amrale Chazimai Ka'avi Moshe. Check out what Moshe is doing. Chazimai Ka'avi ka Moshe. You, he's the king, and then he goes and brings his, his brother, Shavye um, Kanaraba. Something, something fishy here. He made his brother the the head Kohen, the Kohen Gadol. Bnei Achui and his and his the uh, his nephews. He made Skanei de Kahana, and he he placed them as the like assistants or the uh, the chiefs of the Kohens. If, if, if people bring truma, where are you going to bring it? Ah, bring it to my brother. Bring it to the Kohen. Even if you bring Maser to Levi'im, they, they still get a piece of it. They still get some of it. Give one tenth of the Kohen. And what else is he doing? The guy is Leila Mazaychi. Um, so he says, and oh, he's also playing around with you, Korah. He's he's making you cut your hair, um, as I guess as Leviim. I guess they had to cut their hair. I don't know. Uh, the guy Rashi says they viru tar atem shotim. So he made them uh, bring a razor and and shave their hair, and he says she's playing. She's play, he's playing around with you like uh, like you're like you're an idiot. Shotim kikufta. Um, and it says, playing around with you, literally like a, what does it say? Kufta, ena yahab, kufta, yeah, kufta is actually um, feces. He's playing around with you like feces. Ena yahab, ayna tam b'sharechem g'deshe lo yibachem tzurak moto. So this is what she says, ena yahab b'mezaychu. He placed an eye on your, um, on your hair, and the idea is, um, that's she's saying. He's told you guys to take care of your hair, to get you know, to shave your hair, and not to look good. He's playing around with you, so you don't look as good as, as him. Um, he put his eye on your hair. So, and, and he answered, well, not so fast. He also had to cut his hair. Um, so she said, because he has all this prominence, today. Amar ihuname tamut nafshi im plishtim. So plishtim, um, it's a it's a reference to, to Shimshon. So it's also the idea of the hair. So he's saying, you know, while he was he had all this prominence and he, he wanted to stay above, so he he found a way to uh, to do it. He said, I'll join them in the cutting of the hair, but it wasn't because because uh, he was really believing that they were equal. He was just trying to kind of uh, get get this thing through. Um, Okay, so then then she said also. Now she's that was the first one. Was like he is certain nepotism here. There's a assuming power and a certain um, like um, uh, trying to uh, one one up everybody. But now she's saying he's just he's just making nonsensical laws too. He's not even worthy of being in that position. So this is kind of what we're talking about. Like what makes somebody worthy of being a leader? She's trying to undo that. She's trying to say first off he's playing around with you. 
Second off, so he's, he's not really doing it. He's not really he doesn't have the ideal leadership traits. Here's another one. He doesn't have. He's not. He's not like um, fit to be a, a leader. He's making. He's pre- presenting these like unworthy laws to you. So um, the only thing there that kind of strong criticism against her and all of them is that they were all present when Hashem had Moses, you know, go for the commandments and all that. So they all specifically saw that Hashem picked. Moses, so it's yeah. like, why? Yeah, well, they saw God Hashem might have picked Moses, but why? Moses made all these appointments. His brother, or at least she's understanding that Moses made this appointment of his brother. His brother, the nephews, um, and all these extra laws, you know. And I hear what you're saying, though, because on the other hand, Moses was elected. But, it was, but on the other hand, it's, it's like so much of what happened in that generation that you would question... Come on, you saw the plagues in Egypt, you saw the parting of the Red Sea, you saw the giving of the Torah directly, and yet you're still able to complain that you you wanted the onions and garlic. And, 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 I mean, the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's a tough pers- crowd. I, I don't struggle with that, that, yeah. that dissonance, because there's a lot written on this. I think Natif talks about this a lot, that like, it's hard when you have a nation that was that, that has a certain mentality for so many, 200, over 200 years, it's hard to break out of that. That's some of the discussion why that generation, some of the reason why that generation had to kind of mm-hmm. uh, die before the next generation was able to go into Eretz Yisrael. Because yeah. to have that generation, you need a generation who's strong, who's able to conquer Eretz Yisrael. And it's hard to do that with all the baggage all those years. It's funny, with all the miracles, there's a lot of nature. I mean, you sense. see people like, you know what I mean? A lot of natural order is what I mean. That we, Obviously, the miracles were extraordinary and they saw them, but there is a natural order here about the people. That there wasn't anything miraculous about the people. The people were people. You know, they had a slave mentality, and there was yeah. no miraculous undoing of them. There was a natural flow to their evolution, right? Yeah. Their evolution was natural. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was, it was not miraculous, even mm-hmm. though they were in an age of miracles. Yeah, you're right. Right. You're right. My, my, my grandfather, Shalom, used, used to, to comment about the fact he lived in Israel. I mean, they got to what was then Palestine in 1939 from Europe, and then they saw the you know the Holocaust from Israel, and then they saw the birth of the state, and they saw people who came from the camps as refugees to Israel in '48 and, and, and before that. By '52, by 1952, four years after the founding of the state, I remember my dad telling how my grandfather commented on the fact that there were people in Israel who were, I mean, had come out of the camps, had seen horrible things, and had gone through horrible things, and had seen the birth of the state of Israel living in miraculous times and then they were complaining that sort of life's not so good in Israel they want to move to America I mean it was like he, he said he, uh, my grandfather said this is when I s- realized the reality yeah, of the yeah. Dora yeah. Mubal yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah how can you say this this is what matters to you right yeah. now yeah but there it was yeah. so yeah so she, she keeps going though here and she says well, he's not also worthy to be your leader because he's he's giving you these like um, nonsensical laws. He got he said put a put some tchelet in your. You probably heard this maybe mm. before. Put yeah. some, tchelet, but it's not coming from her. She did it before. It was uh, I think it was in she's commentator in midrash. It's like Korach who says it. here is her saying it. I believe it, I remember hearing the name of Korach. Um, it says put tchelet in your tzitzit. So if if tchelet is uh, the blue string. The color blue is so important. Um, maybe you should make your whole, uh, you know, uh, put your your 
make have all your um yeah all your glime your cloak should be from um from Tchela and and uh dress your whole uh Beit Midrash in that in your whole academy. In blue clothing. If blue is so important, why just a, a string of it? So one, one woman can, can build somebody up. Can build a house up. Um, that's Ben Pellet's wife. The the folly of um, of of one's hands uh, can can pl- pluck pluck down or tarsena can destroy. Zo ishdo shel shel korach. So um, yeah. I'm just trying to think if there's... A, okay. It's pshat. It's, yeah, it's clear. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just trying to think the connection between the beta and the yada. I don't know, because the, it says banta beta, and her, her salvation came from the house when she was sitting outside the house. Uh, Ellen ben Pellet's wife. I'm just trying to... The yada, maybe it's, some, maybe it's connected mm. to Korach's wife, and she was raising a hand against Moshe. I don't know. Okay. So now we're just going to go through a little bit about Korach and the Eda here. So, um, so it says, um, the important people of the Eda, they, they, these are the most, those, those are the people who rose up against Moshe. Um, the Pasuk says, they were, they were on such a high level and they knew how to um, interpolate the months, the uh, the years, and to set up the dates. They knew they knew the calendar. They knew how to to read um, the, the they knew how to 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 figure the, these calculations out. Shem Shem bechol haolam. So these these weren't like simple people. These were prestigious people. They had their name was well known throughout the world. Moshevi panav. So what? It, so it says the pasuk says Moshe heard something and he fell on his face. So what did he hear? Mashmu Hashema, Amar of Shmuel. Sorry, Amar Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani, Rabbi Yonatan. Shechashdu me'eshet ish. So Moshe was uh, at this point he was separated from his wife, and so uh, some rumors starting to spread. You know, it's not it's not so easy to be celibate for forever. So you know, who knows where where he is all the time? I don't know. He's not with his wife. The rumors started to spread. Um, that, and that that's what made him fall on his on his face. Maybe pe- people were spreading rumors about him to kind of like, uh, you know, uh, tarnish his his reputation, so he could uh, so they could assume position, his position. Um, and they were uh, they were they were Moshe Everybody warned their wives to stay away from Moshe. And that's why Moshe took his ohel and he, he placed it outside the machanet. Rashi says, why? So they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't suspect him anymore. So he was, try, he was trying to do his part to, to maintain his, uh, his, his um, the, the, uh, positive perception, the, the people's positive perception of him. But um, there, there was all kinds of, uh, there was all kinds of uh, uh, chatter around him. So now we're just going to have a little discussion of, of respect for authority and um, 
and recognizing that there is a distinction between the authority figure and and those who are under their authority, or um, or Tamid Chacham and a Tamid God. So this is kind of I think is kind of like pushing, kind of like um, stressing once more the idea that there are diff- there are differences and trying to re- trying to respect those differences. Um, so Moshe made a, made a point to go try to uh, talk to the Tamba Aviram. And so Reislaki learns from here that you don't machzik b'machloket. It's not a good thing to machzik b'machloket. Um, you should try your best to uh, talk things out. There's a, there's a low set as if, saying, don't be like Korach and his adato. Um, yeah. So if you're a it says, um, what's a... What's the relationship that's um, she, she, oh it's a machokis it's not l'shem shemaim it's a korach avadato right it's, a, it's in Berkeva. I think that's what the mission says it's a machokis l'shem shemaim or is it avashi not one of them there's a critique of korach avadato and people point out that it's not it's talking about korach and his eida it's not talking about korach and Moshe within korach and his eida there was a machokis mm-hmm. so it was a, it was good. Okay, um, so someone who who holds who is involved in a machloket, they're roilit stara. They they're 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 worthy to have suffered from leprosy. Ktiv hacha biyamoshe lo biyamoshe lo ktiv hatam biyomer Hashem lo od haba od habe na yadcha bechekecha. So there's yad yad. Um, so. Somebody who uh, somebody who's who's then they're wor- someone who's holding into this machloket. They're worthy to be uh, to have le- to be have leprosy, and the idea is like they're worthy to be. Um, it's fitting for them to be separated from the community because that's not good for the community to have people constantly are holding up upholding the machloket. We should try to seek out ways to to have interconnectedness and peace amongst ourselves. Um, someone who's uh, someone again. So here we talked about machloket between different people, but here's another one: someone who's cholek, someone who goes up against machupe David and, and denies their their position. They're, uh, they're, it's worthy. Uh, it's fitting for them to be bitten by a snake. Um, he 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 brought this. He he sacrificed these things, these animals, at this place called Evan Ha Zochelet. It was a place, Evan Ha Zochelet. Uktiv Hatam Im Chamat This language is this root of Zayin Chetlam. It appears in another place, and it's talking about um, someone's going to get punished by the poison of the um, of the of the Zochaleafar, which is a snake. So you see here that Machup um, David, and there's a connection between that and somebody who goes up against it. Uh, there, it's it's worthy to be bitten by a snake. So it's worth thinking about what the connection the snake is, but maybe that's for another time. Marav Chizda, continuing. So we talked about Machupe David, but now we're getting even even closer. We talked about how Machupe between people and now Machupe David. Here's another one. Someone who disagrees. Someone who I would say disagrees. Someone who um, contradicts. Contradicts, maybe, yeah. Which is also okay to contradict the rabbi. I guess it's just the way it's done, and and maybe if it's, if it's done in a way that's not open to, to discussion, it's just kind of like a scorning way. I think that might be what it's talking about, a scornful way. It, it may be, by the way, it could be that it's in the context of lifsokalachot, ah, where yeah. we where if you I, I, somehow that sounds familiar yeah. to me. That if your rabbi makes a halachic 
It's not suck to a third party. And you go, no, 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 that's not right. Uh-huh. That sounds that's, good. That's not allowed. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, Shinemar Batsutam al Hashem. So the Tam Aviram, they strove against God. And, well, so what does, they strove against, they didn't strive, they didn't strove against God, they strove against Moshe. So the idea is they strove against God, so they're, it's like they're cholek on the Shechina. Um, anybody who gets in, gets into a fight with their rabbi. So in Meimeriva, Am Yisrael uh, was asking, they were complaining, we don't have water, we don't have this, that, and the other. They're going up against Moshe, but it doesn't say they went up against Moshe, it went up against Hashem. Um, anybody who has resentment against their rabbi. So we're going back to this again and again. It's trying to strengthen this point that um, that there are differences in like in, the, in that these leaders, Moshe and, and other those, the other leaders, they are, they were worthy of their appointment. So Moshe said to the people, "Your, your complaint with the man, time of the, uh, with the mana, is your complaint isn't on us; it's on Hashem." Someone who's uh, you know suspecting their rabbi, it's like uh, it's like they're We talked about Elohim and Moshe, so you see here God's involved with that too. Um, there's a there's a perkei avot which says uh, um, it says you should mitabek be'afar raglam shatamidechamim. You should like cleave to the to the dust of the regalim. Of the legs of Tamech Ramin and drink their Divrei Torah. So, um, I saw explained in a certain place um, that Mitavek is also from the Lashon Ava, from dust, but it also could be fight. Yeah, it's a Ruach Hayim I saw in Perkeva. The idea is like, it's a little different than this. It's like, you should Mitavek Bafar Aglam, you should be fighting with your rabbi to get to the truth. So it's a little bit of a different interpretation, but I don't think it contradicts. It's your attitude. But I also want to add another thing there. Uh, it's not just mitavek, it's bafara glehem. Sometimes uh, rabbis get stuff wrong, you know, and everybody has the afar on the right line. So there, even if you believe that Tamihaham is a holy tzaddik person, everybody has dust, they have dirt. You know, on the, even if it's the lowest part of the body, the regel and the, the afara glehem, still, that you have to, if, if, if you see the rabbi saying the wrong thing, you have to immediately try to, try to we're all searching for the truth. So you have to fight that. Fight for the truth. Well, I've heard, which goes the same way, but like some very religious people say, yeah, if your rabbi says, go right, and even though that's the left, and you know it's wrong, yeah. you, you. Yeah. So why, why, How does why that, is that so? Yeah, why are they so. Yeah, I mean, that? that's not. Honestly, I was talking about rabbis our days, kind of like things that were accepted by tradition from the rabbis of past, you know, the halachot and the Chachamim and the Talmud. I think that's more referring to that. You know, then there's the Sanhedrin. Um, they establish halachot, so you have to follow them. Because uh, there's a central power and people try to follow them, but, but I don't know. I don't think, we don't have the synergen today and, and rabbis are, are they, they're, they make fallible. mistakes too, yeah, they're fallible. So I, I think actually it's important that there's a, a corrective to that. I kind of like to continue to have a discussion. See, I looked at, I see it differently. I, well, not differently, in addition that that also conjures up Baum Haba, you know, that we have this notion of sitting at the foot of the throne of Hashem. Yeah, you know, like we we he, we, we, we learn at, at, we, that's uh-huh. that's the, we aspire to that you know. Mm-hmm. So when I see this, it, it, it's sort of a yeah, yeah. So yes, this is a, that's good. Um, I mean, we can elaborate if you want to talk about that a little bit more after. I'd be happy to. Um, okay, so 
also now we're going to talk about um, the punishment, uh, uh, cross punishment, and like how it happened. So again, it also happened that he had all this. He happened to have all this money, and so that we saw this several times before that when someone, God blesses somebody with with these these people with money, they they go the wrong way with it and they use it for the wrong purpose or they they're not grateful to God. But here it's a little different. Before we saw that. Um, People were given uh, a Dora Mabul, or they were given, they were given, they were blessed with money and property, and that made them like forget, forget God or feel entitled. And we saw um, Sodom, where that made them, um, I think, uh, something different. They had money, and that made them, uh, I guess, uh, they felt like oh, they felt like uh, they felt like haughty and they felt uh, like snobby, like kind of enti- uh, they don't need it, like uh, like an uh, elitism. Mm-hmm. Here it's a little different in that not that it didn't make them it's not that it made them feel like elite or it made them feel like they, they don't need anything out they don't need God, it's that um, it made them made them feel like they were super powerful and they were they were in charge of things, and that's why they wanted uh, Korach and Anato. Korach had so much money. Sometimes you find that like you have uh, someone in the community who's like super like a very successful person and and uh, they're very outspoken even sometimes like with the rabbi it's like because uh, people have different, different positions of power so. Um, that's kind of what happened there. Is this what kind of put put him push pushed him over the edge? Osha shamor lebaalav lerato. It says the pasuk says money is is uh, guarded for the, for its owners, but to their detriment. Marish lakish ze osho shal korach. This is korach's money, korach's riches. The koliyakum asher beraglehim. So it says uh, God destroyed all of the substance that was underneath their legs uh, was was swallowed up. I believe it's, it says. Um, I think I was talking about the, all the, yeah, so yeah, the the, the earth swallowed up all, all everything, all the substance that was under the ground. So this was this was all their money. Also got uh, swallowed up. Rabbi Levi, so how, how much money did Korach have? He said three hundred. He had Rabbi Levi masui three hundred pradot. Um, I think it's white mules levanot. Hayu, uh, he had three hundred white mules just to carry the keys <coughs> to his treasury, Korach. <laughs> and and these keys, and these keys and locks, Aklide Vekilfe were ma- were all made of leather. So I don't know what that means, but <coughs> anyway, so yeah, a lot of riches. Not just the riches itself, it's the keys to get in there. So it kind of uh, yeah. So we're gonna see where did he get? So where did he get all this money from? He invested in the stock market. How did he get it? So there were three, three, um, three treasure chests that Yosef hid in Mitzrayim, and one of them Korach found. Um, so yeah, maybe that was the source. I don't, I don't know what the connection is. I'm sure there's something, something deeper there, but okay. So now we're going to go into Korach's punishment. So it says there were two punishments in, in the Korach story. One was that people were swallowed up. Another one that they were burnt at the very end. It says uh, that people were burnt. The very end. It says, uh, A flame came forth from Hashem. This is uh, chapter 16, 30, 37, 35 in Bani Flame came forth from Hashem and consumed the two hundred and fifty men who were offering the incense. So you had one. You had <clears throat> the, the first. The first punishment was when he finished speaking all these words. The ground that was under them split open. 
That's they started speaking. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed them and their household and all the people who were with Korah and entire wealth. They and all that was there descended alive to the pit. The earth covered them over and they were lost from among the congregation. All Israel around them fled to their sound. They said, let the... Etc. And then it says a flame came forth from Hashem and consumed the two hundred and fifty men who were offering the incense. So there was one punishment of, of, the, of the ground and uh, swall- the ground swallowed them up. Another one was fire came down from Shemaim. And um, what's it called? The Maral says that there's two. There's two aspects. One is that fire is like above, below the fire came down from Shemaim. That's like because um, they were going up against like the authority. He says the ground is kind of like everybody's on the ground. It's like there was because they, they were involved in machloket between each other. So one is horizontal, one is vertical. That's how you explain that. Anyway, so they're going to try to get in, like, where, where, where was Korach and all these punishments? Where did he fit in here? So, Rabbi Yochanan says, Korach lomina bluim, lomina srufim. He was, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't swallowed, nor was he burnt. Whoa, so what happened to him? Lomina bluim dichtiv ekol adama shele Korach, below Korach. says, all the people of Korach were, were swallowed up, and not Korach himself. Below mina srufim dichtiv, ba'chola esh et chamishim matayim ish. The, the fire ate up, uh, burnt up, 250 people. So those are the 250, and not Korach. So another opinion says, Korach, the opposite. Korach is mina surfin and mina bluin. So I heard some people explain that Korach was, uh, I forget, as people were explaining this, that Korach, uh, he, he actually had an argument because he was a leader. Um, that he, he actually had some sort of substance to his argument because he already was a leader. But everybody else was like trying to step step up to take. It's like their argument was twofold wrong. One is that they weren't even at the level of being a leader, and then in addition, they were saying they want to be in position of motion. So I heard some people explain it that way. Also, like Paro, we see that recurring theme throughout the Tanakh, right? That um, the leader somehow survives. You know, he's kept on. Yeah. Paro was a perfect example. It's nice. Yeah. You know, everyone else is consumed, yeah. but the leader stays around. Whether it's to bear witness or yeah, that's really good. Yeah, good idea. Um, so they said. Well, that's according to the previous year. This next year says, no, he didn't really survive. The opposite. He really, uh, he, he, he got, he had double punishment. Mina srufin umina bluim. Mina bluim dichti v'tivlao tamved korach. It says, the, the earth swallowed them and korach. Umina srufin dichti v'esh yatsam et Hashem v'tochal et chamishim v'tayim ish. V'korach badayo. So, and korach must have been amongst them. So, that's, uh, it's mm-hmm. not a really strong proof, actually. It's just like, uh, ah, he must have been there. So, um, okay. So Rashi explains that, but we won't go into that right now. Um, okay. Amarava, my dictiv, Shemesh Yerech, Amad Zvula, Lola Orchitech Yalecho, Melamed Shalu Shemesh Yerech Lizvul. The sun and the moon went up to this firmament called Zvul. Amulafanav, Roshalam, Imatao said, Din, Leben Abram, Netze, Vim Lavlo Netze. So the sun and the moon, uh, at this point, Wanted Moshe to win. They were rooting for him. They were on his side. They said, um, "We're going. We're going. We're coming up. But we're not going to do our job until you do your job. Our job is to, you know, shed light on the world. We're not going to do that. We're going to go hide in this firmament until until you um, you support Moshe and you let him win this this battle." So God answers them. Um, but and then then God, um, so God Himself shot arrows. At them, made them come out. Why did he do that? So, when everybody was bowing down to you, these other kings, these these uh, non-Jewish kings, are bowing down to you as as gods. You didn't do anything, sun and moon. But now you're fighting for um, for for Moshe. 
Moshe, now, now you're uh, standing up for Moshe's uh, kavod, Moshe's honor. You didn't stand up for my honor, so uh, that's not right. So here again, you see like Moshe is being being upheld as the as the prime figure here, but still they're still saying, but don't forget that God is even above Moshe. So it makes you think though, Korach may have had something there, that even the sun and the moon would bow to him, or bow for him. In other words, bow to who? Not bow for intervene for Moshe. In other words, there was something about Moshe. That, that that the masses Korach led this group in rebellion because there was something off, put offish about Moshe. But the sun and the moon were, were, were praying for. Correct. What I'm saying, it, it's it, what I'm saying is, if one wants to read into it, you can see that maybe the sun and the moon give testament to the fact that there was even they would would countenance would, would bow to Moshe, but they didn't do it for Hashem. In other words. Moshe had incredible standing. You can almost... Almost too much. Almost understand. If, if the moon huh. and the sun, Hashem has to reprimand them huh. for obsequious nice. to Moshe. Yeah. Like, there's a critique. Yeah. Not of the yeah. sun and the moon. Perhaps yeah. of Moshe. No, no, yeah. I, I'm just wondering. Maybe Moshe is, is... He's getting too big for himself. Something like that. You know, maybe... Like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. We'd have to ask the sun and the moon, but... You know, it's yeah. There's something, there's some, yeah. Good, good point. Yeah. Okay. Darash Rabbah Ma'adichtiv Im Bria Bria Yivara Upatzda Damaipia Amar Moshlif Nei Kodesh Bracha Im Bria Gehenam Mutav Im Bria Gehenam Mutav Im Lav Yivara Hashem. So if if the Gehen if if Gehenam is ready is ready and like kind of like stoking is 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 the furnace is kind of ready and uh, warm for these people that's great. If not, it's time to create it. God. Yeah, so, well, am I, what's he talking about? The, the, to really create it? God, God set these things in place already before creation. So all of a sudden he's going to create these. You don't create these like these huge, uh, these huge spiritual um, situations. So what was he saying? God, bring it, you know, let me stretch the entrance to Gehenna a little bit closer to here so they'll have a direct... Uh, have a direct flight to Gehenna. It won't be like, uh, you know, they won't have any stop-offs in between. B'nei Korach lo metu. Rabbeinu amru makomi So it says B'nei Korach never died. It says that in, um, it says that in Bamibar. They didn't die. Um, sorry. B'nei Korach lo metu. Tanamishimur Rabbeinu amru makomi patzelem. So, so what, what does it mean they didn't die? They had a special place to get home. V'yashvu alav amru shira. So it's not that they didn't they didn't weren't punished. They they die, but they're still kind of in, in a certain place in Gehenom. They're kind of alive in Gehenom, and they're singing a song. And I saw I think the Marsha said that they're singing this song uh, from Tehillim Tehillim eighty eighty eight, uh, a song a, a psalm by the sons of Korah for the conductor on the on the Mahalat. So they're singing. Okay. <laughs> Whatever that means. Amar Abba Barbarchana, Zina Chada Havaka, Zina Barcha, Amar Liahut. So one time I was going along the way, and this Arab merchant said, Rachli de Bluey, the car. You want to see? Hey, you want to see where Korach is? I know. Let me show you. There's a, there's a little there's a little area where where Korach and his family used to say he's not die. He didn't die. Korach. So they um, Korach lo metu. His children didn't die. So I know where they are. I know what they're doing right now. So he brought he Azo Chazatrei by. So so he goes, okay, let's go see what's going on. So they went. And they, uh, he showed him two fissures in the ground. And there was smoke coming out of them. So he, and the, the, the Arab merchant took, his, um, took a, uh, a woolen fleece 
the amra amashima, and he dampened it with water, and he put it on top of the uh, on top of his spear. So it was so hot they took this, this wet woolen uh, woolen uh, piece of wool and he put it on top of his spear and he and he, t- and he he just like put it above the the little opening in the ground and it immediately became like singed. It was so hot. Amali atit ma. So the Arab merchant said, "Listen, what do you hear?" And this is actually, this, I think, this is like one of the main things here. Shmaiit ahavu kamri hachi Moshe v'toratamit v'ahim b'dayim. They, they understood that Moshe was truth, and they were they were false. And that's kind of a, that's another place is they were Moshe emet v'tarato emet. They were saying that the idea I think is like when you get to the next world, you're able to see that not everything's always equal. You know, there's, there are some, different people with different skills and different talents, and, and it's important to try to find what what where which roles are best for different people. I think that's kind of like the idea. It's Rabbi Baal Chana who also went to saw Matei Baal and came back with a story about that. Uh huh. Okay, he's he's he goes on trips trips throughout the shots. Yeah, cool. Yeah, we have to look him up maybe. So Amalek Kol Tatin Yomin. So so what's going on there? Is the story still going on a little bit? Amalek Kol Tatin Yomin Mahajelu Geinam Kibasar Betoch Kalachat Rami Hachi Moshe Vetorato Emet Behemedayim. So all the time they're kind of like they're like a uh, they're in a like meat in a boiler, and uh, you know their meat's rotating, and every thirty days. Uh, when it rotates, it gets to a certain point where it's exposed to the to the air, and that's to every thirty days you can see them there um, and hear them. And I heard a, I heard somebody said that that this their argument was that they should have twelve different um, tri- twelve tribes should have representation in in the leadership. Maybe every month um, that it should it should rotate. And I guess for that argument, that every thirty days they're uh, they're they they're singing like that, and you can hear. So them they were sing. punished according to their sin. Yeah, it's often, yeah. Um, okay, Dormi Bar. So now we're on to the top. We finished Karach, we're on the Dormi Bar. Dormi Bar, Enlem Chalak Lamaba. Tanarbanan. So we're going to have a bright here. It's going to stretch uh, maybe for like 12 lines or so, or more. Dormi Bar, Enlem Chalak. These are all going to be like four different views of Tanaim. Tanarbanan. Dormi Bar, Enlem Chalak Lamaba. Shinarbanan. Bar, Yaze Yitamu, Visham Yamutu. Yitamu Balama Zev, Visham Yamutu, Balama Ba. So the, door, the generation of the desert. Um, is going is isn't have a place in the Lama Ba. They're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be um, done itamu. They're they're gonna be ended in this world and they're going to die in the next world. Vamar asher nishpati be'api miyavuna munuchati asher nishpati be'api yeah miyavuna munuchati. What's this munuchati? Miyavun el Lama Ba. So munuchati is God's Olam Haba. So God promised that He wouldn't bring them into Olam Haba. That's God's menucha. That's the very Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva is usually this really, uh, you know, uh, upbeat, positive person. He says, "Dormi bar, dormi bar." It's not, it's not so easy to say that they're, that they're completely uh, guilty. God talks about how they walked through the desert and They walked in the desert and they followed God. Like um, God remembers those days. It says in Yirmiyahu where Amisha followed Him in a faithful way in the desert. Of course, they did a lot of bad things. But to say that they're completely bad, that's an intense thing. And kind of, Rabbi Kiva says, they don't have a place in Lama Ba. They're going to critique him as we go along and say, you know, you, you, uh, you, lo- you kind of like uh, lost some of your, uh, hmm. some of your, uh, you kind of swerved from your normal, your normal approach, which is much more optimistic. Rabbi Ezra hen by in Lama Ba. No, Rabbi Kiva, I don't agree with you. They go, they are, they are, they are going to be welcome to Lama Ba. Shinemar, isfuli chasidai, kretebriti, alei zevach, ma anima kayama shenishpati 
So they're going to be, I'm going to osef my chasidim, these kortebit, they're, they're in part of my brit, these people. Uh, so, so how do I learn that? How do I learn that? Uh, you learn that to say, they don't make lamam ba. I learn it to say, I nishbati be'api, but I, but I chazarti I made a, I, mean, I swore God in my anger. I was, I was angry at that time. But God said, I, uh, once it subsided, I, uh, I got, I came to my senses and I said, uh, I'm going to maintain our breed, our covenant, and they will get to Olam Abba. Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha Omer, this whole pasuk wasn't even about, uh, uh, wasn't about, uh, so he's, he might be actually disagreeing with Rabbi Eliezer. He's saying this pasuk was Aswili Hasidai. There's not a proof from there that they make Tolam Abba. This whole pasuk is talking about something else. Apparently, he might be uh, disagreeing with Rabbi Eliezer, saying they don't have a place in Olam Abba. I don't know. Um, they were like a zevach. Um, so actually, they're the zevach. And they, 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 they um, deliver themselves over to shechita. They were delivered to, to be slaughtered. Um, I just want to see. So, yeah. Oh, so here, here's Rashi explains Hanani, Michelle, and Azariah. How do you connect to the pasuk Kortebriti? Uh, they they threw themselves into the kishan, into the furnace, uh, due to God's covenant. That's how you got that. And the and the zevach was Rabbi Kiva. Okay. Um, so maybe, apparently that view uh, disagrees with Rabbi Ezra and says maybe they don't have a place in the Lamaba. I don't know. Rabbi Shimon ben Menasio Mer. So it says the the redeemed ones will um, will return and and they will come to see Zion and Rina. So this is the redeemed ones. It's talking about like in the past, not the ones who will be redeemed. It's talking about those who are redeemed already. Those who are redeemed from Egypt will make it into Zion and and which was like Olamaba. Okay. So here's uh, Rabbi Barbachana and Rabbi Yochanan, they're Amoraim, and they're reflecting on Rabbi Kiva. They're like, what's going on here? Rabbi Kiva, that's not, it's not your style. That's not how you usually, that's not how you roll. That's not how you usually are. Rabbi Kiva, Shavke Rabbi Kiva Chasidute. He left his Chasidut. He, he swerved from his path. Because he really should have read this Pasuk. That's the Pasuk I mentioned. So God says, in the future days, I'm going to remember how back in the desert you guys followed me so innocently. He goes, if God's going to remember the days of the desert for future generations, won't he remember the days of the desert for, the, for that generation themselves? So that, that's his argument. He says, Rabbi Kiva, you, you, you missed the point here. And that's how it's concludes. That's a good point. That's the, the strong argument. Yeah, it is. I don't know why Rabbi Kiva like got caught up in that with right, with Dora Gen- uh, Mibar. Because so many other statements are so optimistic. I don't know what. He has another one here going to come up here with the ten tribes too, and they're going to critique him again. But here, the conclusion is that um, really that he that it, the right thing was that they do make it to Lama That's how it concludes with that Moraine. Matnitim. Uh, um, so here's a Mishnah, a new Mishnah. The 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 ten shvatim, ten tribes that got scattered, um, uh, they're they're they got exiled. They're not going to be. They're never ever going to return. Oh, that's sad. So just like the day um, comes and goes, so they will they will come and then they will go. 
So that's where the pasuk connects him kayom hazeh. The Rabbi Akiva again, Rabbi Akiva here. Um, Rabbi Eliezer Omer kayom hazeh ma yom ma apilu my ear afaser shotim shafelalehen kach kach shafelalehen kach aitidala yelahem. So just like the uh, the shvatim, just like a day sometimes gets dark and sometimes gets light, so too. Shvatim, now it's dark for them, but later it's going to get light for them. So there's two approaches to day. Is it, you're talking about like, the nature of the day itself, or you're talking about just the fact that days uh, constantly are, are always uh, always pass. So the, it, within the day itself, there's dark, there's light. So you're focusing on that, or you're focusing on just like in general on the nature of days that they're, they just come and go. So, um, so who is that? Rabbi Kiva again. So he, all he said in the Mishnah, he said in the Brayta, and his limud here was, um, it says, So this is Me'alamatam, what's that? That's Olamaba. Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda Ishkfar Ako, Omer Mishim Rabbi Shimon. So if they if they fix their acts, they will return. So I don't know. Talking about like now, like the ten tribes now, if they if they do tshuva, they'll end up returning. I don't know. It's talking about maybe at the, at that time or in the time of the, of the Bible. I don't know. Um, Rabbi Omer, this is the third a third view in the in the Brita. Baimhem the lama ba. No, nope. They're going to be a lama ba. Like it says, all the lost ones are going to come back to, to Israel. So Amar Rabbi Rabbi again, now he says this again. He said this before and he says it again now. Rabbi 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 Akiva la Chasidute. He kind of uh, strayed from his, his way of Chasidut, his, his, pious, his, pious, his pious approach normally, his, his, world, his worldview. He could have, he should have read this pasuk. I won't frown upon them. I will not hold my grudge forever. So he should have read that pasuk. So he says, now what was what was Rabbi Akiva's chasidute? What was Rabbi Akiva's? Uh, he kept saying, you left you left your chasidut, you left your um, your your piety. What was this piety? What's an example of it? So, oh, when he was walking and saw the burning yeah, Yerushalayim, he was, and he was thinking, if 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 that came true, how much the good will also come true, and that's his chas. That's that was yeah, that's, talking, an, that's his optimism. That's an expression of it for sure. And right? there, there are many more of those. No, but I'm, that's yeah, like the quintessential. Yeah, or like or when he went to the when he went to we went to do tshuva and he, and he didn't know anything at that time. He was forty years old, didn't know anything, and then Rachel. His wife said, "You know, I'll, I'll marry you if you go learn Torah." How am I going to do it? So he went to he saw a, he went to a, a creek and he saw water flowing over a rock and he saw that the the rock was the drops were constantly dripping on the rock and it made an indention. And he said, uh, "He said if if that rock's able to change, I'm also be also be able but, to change." So that's was, also like a positive outlook. But too. that was before his limud. That's even before. But you see a certain orientation there. True, true. It was his nature. That was yeah, his natural exactly. inclination. Like, that's an optimistic approach. Like he says, if it drop by drop by drop, right. he went to learn Aleph Bet. Took it slowly, slowly, but he had faith. He had he had belief. So um, you see yes. all the time with someone him. else could take a different message by seeing the water in the ro- you know yeah it's like it takes forever. Look at look at him as he's dying. Look at him as he's dying. Yeah, and finally right. I get to understand the. I, sh- I mean, yeah. so that that's another example, right? Yeah. He, a lot he, of he always saw exactly. Always. 
Everything that God does is for the best. That's Rabbi Akiva. The whole story. So here he's, he's not doing it. He's not looking at things. So they say, here's an example of his, an, uh, here's an example of the chassidut that he was talking about. It says, the, the, the children of the of Rashaim. was one opinion that says, So if Rashaim have children, those children don't go to Olam Abbas. There's this idea of Shoresh and Anaf. The Shoresh isn't going to make it, and the Anaf, and the, the root isn't going to make it, and also the branches aren't going to make it. Shoresh Vanaf I just think it's, it's interesting that this Gemara ends with Shoresh Vanaf. Uh, it's kind of sugya because we're talking about that the whole time. This idea that there there are levels, and there's 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 the root, and then there's the branches, and and every even every root has its own root. Like Moshe's root is God, and God is like, <clears throat> and so there's different levels. So I think it's interesting that we're so. Um, Rabbi Akiva though said that's the Rabban Gamliel. Rabbi Akiva said Baim em lo lamabash and emar shomer p'taim Hashem sheken korim bekerchayam yanucha p'taya p'taya p'taya. Um, they do get into the Olam Abba, these kids, because it says, Shomer P'taim Hashem. Hashem is Shomer these P'taim. Because when we say in, in Kirchayam, um, we say we call Yanuka a P'taya. So uh, a, ch- a child is called a P'taya. So for that, based on that, God is Shomer them. Vomer, uh, Godu, hew down a tree, Vichavluhi, Bram Ikar Shoshai Barash Shvuke. So God told the Nebuchadnezzar, <coughs> cut down the tree. But leave the uh, leave the leave the roots in Barashfuku. So the idea is that even God understands that. Like the, it's interesting. It says the, leave the roots in there. I thought the roots was the the parents. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. And yeah, I don't know. Elamani mekayem lo yazov lahem shorsh vanaf. So how does how does he learn that? Because there's a pasuk says shorsh vanaf. Shelo yaniach lahem lo mitzvah velo shirei mitzvah. That God won't, that God won't even reward um, these these rishayim, not their children, the rishayim themselves, for their mitzvah and for the sh- mitzvah shirei mitzvah. Um, he won't reward them for that. They'll they'll get the reward maybe in this world or whatever. Um, but it's not talking about their children. And another approach is shorash lo neshama v'anaf So uh, that's like an interesting philosophy there. Just say that the root is the soul and the the, the branches are the goof. And these aren't like two equal things. One is stemming from the other. That's like a really fascinating understanding. But anyway, uh, that's sad. So the the children of the Rishayim of 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 those who are idol worshippers, I point out maybe not just non Jews but idol worshippers, they don't get into lama ba. He learned it out from another pasuk. Um, so yeah, we'll get. I guess we'll just stop here because we're gonna go into like when a when a, a kid gets into Lama Ba. So you so you said you're going away.